Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's program. Our special guest is Felipe Saldana from Omega Lawn Care here in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Felipe and I were friends years ago, and in the early days of my lawn care business, Felipe would give me a hand time and time again, and then he had his little side hustle. He was out there cutting that grass, making that cash, and then he really decided to take things serious and went full-time in his business and has really grown his business and niched his business. All he does now is basically fertilization, weed control, core aerations, and he's doing really well. Him and his wife and family, they just got a new house, and uh, things are going well for Felipe. So we're going to learn some of his lawn care business success tips in today's program. And we also want to say thank you to today's show sponsor, and that is our friends at Jobber. For all you do, this $150,000 is for you. That's right, guys. Jobber's giving away in grants $150,000 to 25 recipients. So each recipient will receive between $2,500 and $15,000. So accumulative. Is that the right word, Marty? Accumulative <laughs> all together. There you go. Uh, there will be $150,000 given out. So I am expectant that we're going to get several stories from Green Industry Podcast listeners that you guys are some of the recipients. And so whether you win $2,500 or $15,000, it just kind of depends on um, where you're at in your business as you launch, grow, strengthen your business. Just fill out the five-minute application. Let the folks at Jobber know what you got going on. Mention in your application you're a Green Industry Podcast listener. Wink, wink, hint, hint. That may help you. And uh, hopefully we'll have several uh, recipients receive these grants. And if you are a winner, make sure you reach out to us and let us know. And uh, maybe we'll bring you on the show or celebrate in some way, shape or form. But, hey, we all could use twenty five hundred bucks or fifteen thousand dollars or somewhere in that range um, to help with marketing or, or equipment or just doing something in our business to take your business to the next level. So this is really exciting. And uh, I hope you guys will take the five minutes, fill out the application at jobbergrants.com. And when you do, make sure you you sneak in there that you're a Green Industry Podcast listener. Wink, wink, hit, hint. I think it will help you. For all you do, this $150,000 is for you. Learn more at jobbergrants.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's program. Our special guest from Omega Lawn Care, Felipe Saldana in the house. What's up, Felipe? What's up, Paul? Nothing much. Just enjoying a beautiful day. Yeah. Welcome back to the show, man. You've been out there spraying them weeds and making that cash. (laughs) How does that rhyme? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, spraying them weeds, making that cash. There you go. So for those of you who don't know, my friend Felipe, well, you actually used to work for, not for me like as an employee, but you would help me out every now and again if I was in the weeds. No no pun intended. But if I was behind on work, you'd come over and we'd bake, go bang out some properties. So uh, didn't you didn't you mow a wrong yard one time in, in Bev Mayer's neighborhood? Was that uh, you? That was not me, no. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you, your lawn care is in your blood. Your your dad's uh, one of the best arborists in, uh, or tree climbers, rather, in Atlanta. Uh, just yeah, wildly good, respected tree climber. <clears throat> but you decided to branch off and, and niche into Furt and Squirt. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I just love it. Found passion for it. And yeah, just... <laughs> And it's good money um, compared to, you know, so, sometimes when you really singular focus, you can make some big money. So don't you just bought your own house. Absolutely. With the fertilizer money. Yeah, we bought our first home with just our, yeah, our business money. And it's been a blessing. So our business has been a blessing for sure. Yeah. And it's a nice home. What is it? 400000 We paid, yeah, 410 in this market. And it's... It's good. I thought we 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 got it at a good price. I mean, it's obviously uh, overpriced what it would have been two three years ago, mm-hmm. but it's it's really not that much, and it's in a great area. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we love How it. How would you define great area? Great area. It's I think it's ghetto. It's by the Mall of Georgia. No, 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 not not. It's not in a ghetto. It's in a really. It's by Rock Springs Park. Oh, so we we're walking. Where, okay, where's that at? Near Collins Hill Road. Okay. It's walking distance to a park. Okay. And it's right by the expressway that can take me to like. Oh, I think I know where it is. Five cities. It's, yeah, it's really. Um, That's a, that is a nice area. The reason how I know it's not ghetto is because all the houses. There. I ain't saying your house is ghetto, Felipe. Don't, 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 don't get me wrong. But I, I used to live in Gwinnett County. I lived in now the Now I'm ghetto. in Forsyth <laughs> County. It's a different world over here, man. I grew up in the ghetto, so I know all about that. In Lawrenceville or in Mex- no, no, Mexico? No, no I, I grew up in Metro Atlanta. I grew up in like the Cab. I thought you grew up in Mexico. How old so, were you? I was six. Okay. Six. Yeah. Mexico. So you grew up speaking Spanish? Yes. First language is Spanish, <laughs> and I somehow learned English. And, and your parents came over here? Yeah. My dad came here in uh, 19, in the 80s. Uh, mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan, he. A lot of he invited a lot of immigrant workers to come help build a lot of the United States economy, and my dad was one of the the guys that came in mm-hmm. legally. He mm-hmm. just gave residency, and and then through through my dad, I was able to become legal. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, at twenty one, I became a U.S. citizen, no felony. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm dual citizen, Mexican and American. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you've been back to Mexico? Am, uh, I, am I saying it right? Yeah, we got, a lot, we got a lot of Spanish listeners. They're just going to say, Paul, just quit it. Last time was two years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. To Matamoros? Matamoros? Mexico City. Oh, Mexico City? Third biggest city in the world. Really? Yeah. What's the first and second? I think it's Tokyo and Beijing and then Mexico City. Really? Mm-hmm. Bigger New York City. Well, yeah, bigger than New York City. Yep. Wow. What was it like? It was just crowded. It's definitely the air pollution's stronger. Um, the altitude is very high over there. Really? It's like a ma- in the mountains or in something? In the mountain, yeah. It's like high. It's like, I think it's built off of a, like a lake in the mountain area. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot. David Hogan, he's down there. Do you know who David Hogan is? Yeah, missionary. Yeah, he's missionary in Mexico. He's got crazy stories. Yeah, but he's, he's more in the rural areas, like where, you know, there's a lot of vegetation and indigenous people. Mm-hmm. I'm more from the city where there's a lot of just... Uh, 
businesses and a lot of entrepreneurship happening. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. But when your dad moved to the U S did he come up here to Atlanta or what did he go somewhere else first? He came to Houston. Okay. Just cause he has family there and he came and he did a lot of, uh, he had just work. He, he was a painter, worked for Domino's. He did a lot of different stuff. Then he found his niche in the tree service and he, I mean, he's been doing it for 25 plus years. That's another podcast for another day, but Domino's recently passed Pizza Hut as the number one pizza company. Mm. Pizza Hut was number one, uh, probably from the eighties as a kid, you know, the nineties, we would go to Pizza Hut mm -hmm. and like actually eat there. You would get, you, you wouldn't get it delivered. You actually go to Pizza Hut and eat in the nineties. And, and then the last couple of decades with Domino's just passed them. Oh yeah. So I want to do a podcast on that talking about, you, you can't get complacent. You got to get, you got to innovate because Domino's eventually they, they were, they were the first to delivery, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And now delivery is so popular Pizza Hut's sh shutting down all their old stores and trying to be more delivery oriented, which anyway, I don't, I don't want to talk about pizza for several reasons. Cause I got, I got to get in shape, man. I put on some weight, Felipe. Uh, tell me about it. Same, same here. You got two kids. So I ain't got no excuse. I just, <laughs> I just like good food, man. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> like in the moment, it's just like, I want to eat what I probably shouldn't, but you look good, man. You've been working out or what? No, I, I've been working. No. I've been spraying a lot of yards. Yeah. The other day I did like 35. So that's like. In one day. In one day. So that's like, I don't need to work out. It's just you're active. You're out in the elements. You're, you know, you're not thinking about eating cheeseburgers. You're thinking about drinking water. So obviously all that um, has a factor to do with like, you know, you're not gaining a terrible amount of weight. Yeah. And what's your rig? What What do you, what do you got? What's your setup right now? Uh, right now I have a Rydon Xmark sprayer, spreader sprayer. Um, Toro makes some of those too. So it's like, you know. Toro, the Toro company owns Xmark. Did you know that? Yeah, I know they were. I, di I didn't know that, but I know they're both, they both have the same machine. It's kind of like the Toro, the 30 inch, the Turf mm -hmm. Masters, like mm -hmm. Xmark and Toro both. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even know who owns it. I just know it's. Well, they, Xmark is like its own thing, but. At the end of the day, it's the Toro company that mm. owns Xmark. So I think Xmark's in Nebraska and then Toro, I've been to Toro. They're up in um, Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's, I use mm. that for now. I mean, I might upgrade to something different, but that's what, uh, you know, I was able to buy it out cash and got a great deal. Uh, got my 300 gallon split tank and, um, and then my 3,500 truck. And where do you keep all your um, supplies, all, all the fertilization we control fertilizer? Is it just in your garage or where do you keep all um, that? Well, my new home that I purchased, it's got a, like a shed. And I oh, have, really? Yeah. And, and I store all my products there. And then um, I, the house that I bought, it has a little like a, like a trail to take me to the side of the house where I can park my truck. It's, oh, really? It's fenced. Yeah. So it, that's what I'm doing for now. Um, but before I had it, so you, you, you could go park your truck and then close the fence behind you. Yeah. In my backyard. That is cool. Yeah. So that that's is real cool. saving me money from having to pay a storage unit and which I was doing previously before I bought my house. How much were you paying for the, where were you at? I was at cube smart. That, that's where I used to be. I was at the one in Swanee. <laughs> I was in Lawrenceville. Uh, okay. Yeah. They, they, they go up on their rates. I think. 
I don't know. It's like you would expect that, you know, because you're a loyal customer, they would not go <laughs> up on you. But then you, I find out that like the new customers are getting a lower rate than me. So it's like they, they try to intentionally push you out or discourage you to keep storing there. Hmm. Don't know what, what, what the um, idea behind it is, but, but yeah, I'm just happy I'm not there right now. Cause you know, obviously I think it was 160 bucks a month, which is not a lot, but I could be putting the money elsewhere. So yeah, it is a hassle, man. I do not miss those days at all. Cause I used to be at the Cube Smart and Swanee. And then I don't know if you remember Terry, my customer, um, you definitely been done our, done our property. Remember that day Joe came out with the, we were with the chainsaw and uh, it was like a Saturday afternoon oh, is in that, Sugarloaf. That's is, that's in Sugarloaf Country Club. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. Th- anyway, they let me use their garage. Oh yeah. You remember yeah. that house? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I, I mean, know you what, talk about yeah. a blessing because they lived in California. Oh, yeah, so super nice like, lady. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. So yeah. She, she's like, why are you driving all the way to the storage? Why don't you just use our garage? You know, a million dollar house in the country club. And I was like, I don't know. You know, oh, you know, here's, here's the key. Give me the, gave me the key. And you know, I, I loaded that thing up three, it was three car garage. And I, I used wow. every, every bit of it unashamedly. So that was a blessing. Yeah. Huge blessing. Yeah. I told cube smart. See ya. When I want to be it. Yep. Especially in this economy, mm-hmm. you have to, um, just try to be as, like you said, frugal, but be intelligent and invest your money in better, better ways, you know? Mm-hmm. So how, how, how did you go from starting your company a few years ago to saving up money to buy a $410,000 house? Um, well, for us, we definitely, we lived beyond our means and beyond we, or below, below, below. I'm sorry. <laughs> financial advice with Felipe <laughs> live beyond your means. I'm not a financial advisor, but I did, you know, I could definitely share, you know, from our perspective, I think, uh, really it's, it's, I've I've never been the best at like putting money away, but I'm more of a business entrepreneur mind. Like I want to always be making money mm-hmm. and think of add-on services. And then, and then at the end of the, the year, I look back and I'm like, wow, I made 20,000 more than last year. Like, you know, every mm-hmm. year substantially I was making thousands more because mm-hmm. I was just on a grind mm-hmm. focused. And, um, and then eventually we look, you know, we're like, Oh babe, we, we got this much in our bank account and then we were able to, to, um, you know, to buy a house, especially in this market, it's rough. You mean you, you have a lot of people placing very competitive bids and, and you have to have a good credit score. You have to have, you know, mm-hmm. did my boy, Brian Bachtel, was he a realtor? Who'd you use? He was my realtor. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. So they look at everything and the, the, the insurance, the, um, interest rates, they're skyrocketing. Like mm-hmm. last year, our interest rate would have been, if we would have bought it in December, it would have been a 3.5. Mm-hmm. But um, as we were buying, it was at 4, 4% when we bought our house, 4% interest rate. And right now it's at 5% really? and higher. Yeah. Right. And it's, and they're predicting that by the fall, it's going to be in the sixes, six, mid 6.5s. When you do the math, it's thousands and thousands of dollars that you're just throwing and giving to the banks. Yeah. And interest and interest. So you have to, I mean, I don't know. And then the house prices are not, they're still going up. So it's not even like, you know, the house prices are going down. So either way, it's just, uh, I'm not an economist or anything, but I, I do know that I just, you know, I've been studying the market 
at least recently because we just purchased and um, mm -hmm. those are requirements. Yeah. How much did you put down on the house? We put down, uh, so altogether to buy the house, we needed to, I think it was $39,000. Okay. As a down payment. As a down payment. Yeah. And that included like paying the, the down, I think we put 6% down mm -hmm. and, uh, and then there, you have to pay the, you know, the closing cost. Mm -hmm. So you, the buyer is responsible for all the closing costs right now because the market is so competitive. Mm -hmm. it's like, um, so how you, much was all that? Um, I think it was about 12,000 for closing. What? Costs. Yeah. 12,000 bucks, 12,000 for closing costs. And that goes to the realtor and it goes to the attorneys and all the people doing the paperwork to buy the house. Wow. Yeah. Did you have to go to like Brian's office to, to sign the paperwork it, or we went to a law firm in Duluth and we just signed and we, 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 we did a 30 year lease. Okay. In our first home mortgage. Yeah. And then did they gave they gave you the key when you signed it. Yeah. When you sign it and um, yeah, basically from that point is you just have to make your monthly payment and you're officially a homeowner. How how did that feel when you, they gave you the key and then you went to the house and like unlocked the door? <laughs> it was good. I was exciting because it was just, uh, you know, we were renting for three and a half years. So obviously um, we wanted something of our own, some somewhere where we can raise our kids and everything. But um, it was all part of the vision. You know, my wife was on board and we were able to save the money and build our business. So now mm -hmm. we're able to buy a house. We have stable income and, you know, she could be a stay home mom and we really just live off our, our fertilizer. We control business and we get to put money aside into savings every month too. So it's like, it's great. I think a house is supposed to be a blessing, not a curse. So a lot of people who dive in like, you know, up front and they just, you know, want it, but you're not ready. It, that's when it becomes a curse. But mm -hmm. we, we knew, we even knew from like the Holy Spirit telling us like, Hey, it's time to buy a house. And he made a way. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So what's the game plan? I know we're in the middle of the spring rush and you had the old nail, nail in the tire. What else was wrong with your car today? I was listening to you talk to the mechanic. Um, Basically, that's it. I was just driving. That's one of the hassles of being a business owner. You drive around, you run into a big, thick nail, and then your tire blows up. You have close to 4,000 pounds of payload on your truck with, like, chemicals and and the machine that I could. Was the 300-gallon filled up with water? Everything was filled oh, up. Oh, man. And one flat tire. So I barely ah. made it to the to my mechanic that, you know, that I work with and... um he was able to order me a tire, change it. And that's the thing about having a reliable mechanic. Mm -hmm. like, Who's your mechanic? His name is uh, Alton. Okay. And he he has a little small business shop over there in Lawrenceville. Okay. Yeah. He's able to take care of it like the day or the next day. And Yeah. So thankfully, you're able, well, I was able to get you on the podcast. So it's, it's a blessing. It's so hard to get people right now because everyone's, uh, there's a saying, make hay. Oh, what's the same? You ever hear that saying, make hay while it's sunny or something like that? <laughs> Let me Google it. I, I can never remember. Mr. Producer is just shaking his head right now. Excellence in broadcasting. Here we go. Thank God for Google. Make hay while the sun shines. There you go. Make hay while the sun shines. So, so the point is, in the spring rush, 
make as much money as you can, upsell as much services as you can, like queryation. Queryation, yeah. It's Brittany here with the Hardscape Academy. If you're serious about keeping good, qualified people around, then you have to train them. You can say, well, what if they leave? I've trained them and I've spent all this time and resources on it. But what if they stay and you haven't taken that time to train them and they're not able to grow within your company and run their own jobs? That falls on you. So check out the hardscapeacademy.com to train yourself and your crews. This month, we're going to be launching our Crewman Paver training video. This video is for your employees. It is the how to hardscaping and not so much the why everything is done the way it is. In this 45 minute video, you'll be able to brief your employees on paver installation basics so they're ready to crush the day on site with you. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to get skills and training for you and your crew so you can excel as a professional hardscaper and grow your company. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. Check out the hardscapeacademy.com. Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Your mower blades are sharp, the whipper snipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? Let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description. I haven't... I haven't even sent, we're sending out our email for corporations and we're about to start doing them um, at the end of this month onto the end of May. And that's, uh, yeah, that's an add-on service that like, um, it's it's just great to have that money because once you pay off your aerator and you just run the aerator, there's really no cost that involved besides just you pushing the aerator and just letting the times do the work. When it comes to pricing coeration services, you were throwing out the other day, $30 per thousand square feet. Is that what you're hearing around town or what? Um, 
I'm hearing different numbers. Some guys, it, it honestly depends. Um, you know, the bigger the company, sometimes they're like, oh, I'll do it for 65 bucks. And it's like a, <laughs> it's a yard that I would do for like a hundred. So mm-hmm. it, it honestly depends. But then I know some other companies do it for more money than what I charge. So I like to stay not. Russell won't even go unless a hundred dollar minimum, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I was talking to him. He said a hundred dollars is minimum. So, you know. But is he in the $30 per thousand square foot camp? I would assume he would definitely be over $30 per thousand if you're not a hundred. Yeah. So if it's a 10,000 square foot property, that's a $300, 10,000. Yeah. 10,000. Yeah. And you know, the bigger the square footage gets, usually people, you can drop it a little, drop it a little because you don't want to hit them with that big, you know, (laughs) that big bill. Like for example, I did a, a $15,000 square foot yard for $300. Mm -hmm. And the customer, how long did that take you? You have a 30 inch. I have a 24 inch stinger. Is that the one you get to stand on? Yeah. You get to stand on. So you're not, you're not out there. Irking and jerking. No, no, I'd never shaking and baking. Never end up beat after doing my aerations because it, it's hydro. It's just like a walk behind, mm-hmm. like zero. So how long did 15,000 15, square feet take? It took me about, um, I want to say about forty five minutes. Wow! And I charged three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks. Come on, somebody, give me a fist. So bump. good job, Philly. Yeah, the equipment's paid off. So really, it's just my labor and my time being there. So, and the guy thought it was a reasonable. Price. I was happy. What city was this in? Lilburn. Okay. Yeah, Lilburn. And um, I did that this year, and then I just got done doing another aeration yesterday, and I think it was five thousand square feet. And um, charge a buck fifty. Yeah, I, I charge a little less than that. I think I quoted him at one one forty. Okay. So, you know, I, and then you probably breeze through that one. It took me. Yeah, it took me about thirty minutes. Okay. 30. It, it depends, honestly. Some yards are just uh, easier if they're flat. It's easier to get them done. Right, but you know, flat it, and the grass is cut <laughs> nice and tight. Yeah, if it's Real five thousand on a hill, oh man, <laughs> that's not. <laughs> it ain't worth it. But to me, it ain't. But maybe to somebody else, it is. Yeah, and then with the fertilization and weed control, you're in the f- fertilizer mode now. Yeah, I'm applying fertilizer, um, post weed control, and. Um, and uh, micronutrients, just really to help the the, the lawn come out and feed it. Mm-hmm. What fertilizer are you using? I use a a liquid blend. It's a uh, it's called MicroPack. Okay. And I usually like people look at the numbers. You know, that's what they like to see. How mm-hmm. much I I usually put around thirty of nitrogen on the first mm-hmm. application of liquid, mm-hmm. and then the potassium. That's the second number. Yeah. It, I usually have that around uh, 14. Mm-hmm. And then the next number is that I, I think the phosphorus, I have mm-hmm. that around 12. Okay. That's me. And my yards, I'm, like I said, my customers have been happy with what I'm putting out. Just make sure you calibrate your equipment, mm-hmm. whatever you're putting out. But that's at least a, a start if you don't know, like, how much fertilizer I should be putting out. I know that's like at least uh, generic here. In, 30, 14, and what was the phosphorus? Um, I put, I think, 12 right now. And then how do you, um, you fill up your gallon, um, the 300 gallon, to just fill it up at your house with the hose? Um, yeah, I fill it up with and my And then how do, you, how do you know how much to measure out so you don't screw it up with the... 
oh, you equation. Need, um, so basically, you need a a representative from wherever you buy your fertilizer. Mm-hmm. They whatever products they sell you, whether it's Helena or whether mm-hmm. it's Triangle Chemical or Site One, they ought to give you the recommended rates per acre. Mm-hmm. And then if you know, like an acre is forty three thousand square feet, roughly if you spray two gallons a minute. You're uh, you're covering about an acre with 100 gallons of water. If you're spraying about two and two and a quarter mm-hmm. uh, gallons per minute on your hose, mm-hmm. so it's really about how fast you walk, your pattern, and mm-hmm. the calibration on your hose. But they they tell me, like for example, like okay, for the three way, you know, mm-hmm. the stuff everybody's putting out now, right now because it's still cold you want to have it bumped up a little higher and I'm putting 44 ounces per acre Okay. on my big tank. Mm-hmm. And then that's how I know how much. And we that can. kills all the weeds other than POA, right? Pretty yeah. It much. does. It doesn't touch the POA. I know anymore. it doesn't. I, I was <laughs> dumbbell junior, man. I didn't know that back in the day and I'm out there spraying it, spraying it. And, uh, cause I'm like, well, this is my first year, I think, or second, that was really early on. And someone's like, get three way mail, kill all the weeds. And I'm sitting there spraying. I didn't even know what, the POA uh, was called. I just knew what it looked like. I'm spraying it. Come back the next week. It's even worse. And then finally I, I figured out um, I needed something else. Yeah. Three way. And then for tougher What do you weeks, spray it with? The POA. POA. I use a uh, tribute is usually okay. the best tribute. Okay. It's like about 450 bucks for a little, Yeah, but you can get about four acres with it. Okay. So, I mean, as long as you're smart with it, I only use it to spot treat. Okay. So it was like not to blanket spray because. I remember uh, Robert's house, you came home and, and sprayed it, that one house in Sugarloaf. And then yeah, left the, a bunch the fo- of spots. The, <laughs> yeah. the NFL football player. Yeah. I remember that. Because you came and you spot sprayed it for me, remember? I oh, On yeah. On the sod. Oh, there, it, was it Nutsedge or Poa? Oh. Might have been. Yeah, nut, I think it was, was Nutsedge. Yeah, that was Nutsedge. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff's another headache too, man. Yeah. You gotta, I mean, it definitely will leave a little burn for like two, three weeks, but then once, once the fertilizer and the grass. Yeah. No, it, it, it was fine. Yeah. It heals. But yeah, that's the thing with the POA right now. I mean, any professional would advise you not to touch POA at this point because it's about to die naturally Mm -hmm. with the heat. Mm -hmm. So you'll be wasting your chemical Mm -hmm. unless Susie, Susie and Joe want, want to pay the extra spray for it and then I would just let nature do its thing. Yeah. There you go. Well, Felipe, I appreciate you coming by. I know you got to get over and uh, pick up your truck before they close at six. So, um, do you have anything else you want to share with the lawn bros and gals out there across the universe? Nothing much. Just keep your heads up. Um, you know, this right now it's when you can make it happen, make it count. And, um, make hay while the sun's shining. Yeah. And, you know, just just grind it out now. And then, um, I mean, I know like in the fall and the wintertime, we have our down season where we don't have, uh, you know, the spring rush. But right now it's really like you walk out and, you know, money's falling out of the sky, really, with mm-hmm. all the lawn. You know, everybody wants their grass cut. Everybody wants their weed spray. Everybody wants their yard aerated, mulch. Like you can literally just... <laughs> make a lot of money right now. So I would just tell everybody, just keep grinding, um, educate yourself, um, learn new services and, um, 
yeah, just, just try to excel in what you do, whether it's cutting grass or spraying weeds, always like there's more we can learn. I always try to surround myself with people who know more than I do mm-hmm. and, and learn from them, ask questions and yeah. I remember when you went with me to Alabama to go to um, Jason Creel's event to learn more about fertilizer. Remember that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was a good time. That was a while ago, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can't wait to someday see him again, say hi. And, you know, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. He's, he's very, he's a very cool guy. And he's got a, my wife said that, that his accent is very unique. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Very Southern. And yeah. Oh yeah, he's a good, good, Memorable. good, good fella. Yep. Well, Felipe, I'll let you go. Enjoy um, picking up your truck and getting back to your new crib, man, new home. Yeah, yeah. One of the blessings of just working hard is that you know eventually you will get there, and and that's what even you have to have vision. You know, from year one, I had vision that hey, I'm gonna buy my house, and now my my vision for the next ten years is hey, pay off your house in the next ten years, mm-hmm. pay it off. And then live, you know, give and live like no one else. You know, I, you've been I, going to that Dave Ramsey class, huh? I do. I, You're paying attention other than the uh, overspend. What'd you say at the beginning? <laughs> live I, above your means. I do listen to him a lot. And I do, um, you know, I d- the only thing I disagree with him is that I don't think all depth is bad. I think as long as you leverage it in a very smart way with prayer and, you know, like, for example, I bought my truck in depth. But it's allowed me to make way more money and now, you know, you mm-hmm. can pay it off. So I think it, it it depends, you know, with the tax write-offs and and even, you know, having a house. Like I've one of the things I was talking to my accountant, she said that you can write off your interest of what you pay off your house because you're, you know, if you're self-employed, mm-hmm. part of it. And that's a big blessing, you know, whatever, whatever interest rate you're paying for the house it's a write-off based on, you know, what you make. And I'm not a financial advice. I would definitely tell you, you know, check with your CPA and, but that's what I was told. And, 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 and I, I've asked other friends too. And they said, yeah, it's, 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 it's what we're doing. And it's, it's a blessing, you know, just to be self-employed and have that benefit. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be a good podcast. Dave Ramsey versus Felipe. <laughs> I think Dave's pretty set in his ways. That yeah. that, that is uh, not not smart. But hey, hey, there's there's a lot of um, arguments out there. I was listening to Dan Platter the other day on Keith Kalfas' podcast, and he was talking about it. And so I'm, you know, I I think that um, somebody who's paid the interest, on, you know, on student loans and, and various debts throughout the years, it just uh, it's different than just having an argument when you don't have the wounds and scars mm. to go with paying how annoying it is, how much money I've paid in interest yeah. because of debt. So for a 17, 18, 19, 20 year old out there listening, I'm going to just shout from the rooftops, like avoid it at all costs. If mm. you can, I mean, if it comes down to, you need a truck or you're going to sit at home and play video games, yeah. you know, I understand there can be situations but to just carelessly go out there like I did, eighteen years old and not know any better, and go to college, and take out a student loan and not even understand—I just borrowed ten thousand dollars and not understand that yeah. years and years and years after I'm going to be paying my little eighty-six dollar payment a month. 
and only a portion of that goes to the principal and the rest goes to interest. And it just takes so long to pay off 10,000. And um, you don't even appreciate the college or whatever you spend a debt on. A lot of times you don't even appreciate it because you just take it for granted versus when you actually save up for something and then buy it. And so anyway, you got to go pick up your truck. So we can't go deep (laughs) on the philosophy of of debt versus no debt. But I think we can both agree on be careful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You don't want to just carelessly go out and get debt because everyone else is doing it. No, no, definitely try to minimize it. And, you know, moving forward, even that, you've got to be smart. Talk to a financial Mm -hmm. advisor. And as long as it works with the taxes benefiting you, when you look at it from that perspective. Yeah, but or just eliminate it altogether. (laughs) But yeah, I'd rather be debt free. Yeah, The Bible says be be debt free. Oh, no one, nothing but love. Yeah, so that. Right. All right. Thanks, Felipe. I'll let you head on down to um, downtown Ford. Now, that was a commercial when I grew up for price, service, and selection. SK Come Auto on down service. to downtown Ford. <laughs> no gimmicks here, just satisfaction. Come on down to downtown Ford. You know, I think I knew I was going to be in broadcasting ever since I was in third grade because I'd always like memorize the commercials and, and I would just be alone by myself and I would, I would, oops, I would play back, like in my mind, I would do commercials. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the IX indoor amusement park. That that was one of my favorite commercials as a kid. But um, anyway, I could I could tell you commercials all day long. Nevertheless, thanks for listening to today's show, Felipe. Appreciate you, my man, and and we'll uh, stay in touch, dude. Yeah, that yeah, was fun being here. Thank you for having me, Paul. Yes, sir. Well, guys, as you are making hay while the sun is out, if you need to get paid faster, check out our friends at Jobber. I can remember those days, Mr. Producer, with my uh, raggedy paper invoices and getting checks out of the grill. And oh, man, checks in the mail. That was a classic one. It took me a few checks in the mail to realize the check wasn't really in the mail. But staying organized, scaling your business, getting paid faster. Jobber can help with all of that and much more. You can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. So inefficiencies can really cut into our profits, guys. And one of the ways to be efficient is to have a solid CRM that can help us on having more time in our day so we can grow our business. And Jobber definitely makes it convenient for your customers and convenient for you. Once you get in the swing of things, you'll be like, how did I ever operate a business without this? especially the getting paid faster part. That that was a game changer for my cash flow. So you can learn more and even save 20% off at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Well, thanks for listening to today's show. Smash that follow button, turn on the bell for notifications, and hopefully we'll, you will join us on tomorrow's episode. we got Dr. Frank coming back to the program tomorrow. So it's going to be a fun Friday with Frank for you coming up on tomorrow's show. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.